1965 in Swampscott, Massachusetts. Swampscott is a small coastal town, only 6.7 square miles, about 40 minutes north of Boston and 15 minutes south of Salem. The edge of town runs up on Salem Woods. Swampscott is, in most respects, a typical sleepy resort town. It's small, usually quiet, and the people are friendly. About 13,000 folks live in the town, which has an elementary school, Clark Elementary, a middle school, Swampscott Middle, and a high school, Swampscott High. Located right on the shore is the massive New Ocean House, a gorgeous booming hotel with a dark history. It burnt down and was rebuilt several times, all on the same spot. The town saw a dip in tourism during the height of the Boston Strangler Scare, but now that they say he's been caught, everything is starting to get back to normal. At least as normal as it can be, being 15 minutes away from Salem, which has turned its sordid history into tourist traps and hokey schlock. But recently, there's been some tension across the sleepy town, and a few people have gone missing. Is it the Boston Strangler still on the loose? Or something sinister at work in the Salem woods separating Swampskit from that creepy town? Maybe there's some truth to the rumor that the new ocean house is cursed? Okay, so let's go ahead and get um, rolling, pun intended, (laughs) Uh, for this first bit of Kids on Bikes. So it's going to be a podcast that we're going to do, I guess. Wait, we're doing a podcast? We're doing a podcast. Oh, beans. Yes. Yes. I didn't sign on for this. I Did I agree to this? Did I sign a release? Oh, shit. I didn't get any of you to sign a release. (laughs) No. (sighs) But no, I realized I did not at all plan what I was going to say at the, during this part, at the intro part. That's what post is uh, for. I'm just wing it. <laughs> exactly. So, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Kids on Bikes podcast. This is a group of fantastic people. We're going to be playing a new uh, tabletop RPG called Kids on Bikes, uh, made by Renegade Game Studios. It isn't actually out yet, but will be coming out in uh, sometime in September. So pay attention to Renegade Game Studios. Uh, so Kids on Bikes is uh, it's a role-playing game inspired by E.T. and the Goonies and Stranger Things, uh, where there's a, you know, a gang of intrepid kids or teens, usually on bicycles, investigating some sort of spooky stuff going on. Um, So in this game, it's a kind of collaborative storytelling RPG where where kids ride on bikes and solve stuff. Jeez, I really should have planned something out for this. (laughs) I feel like maybe you're putting all of the stock in the bikes and maybe not enough stock in the kids and the problem solving and the intrepidness of the the story that we will weave together. A solid point. For what it's worth, uh, I think you're doing just great. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. <laughs> These are all the high points that we need to know. Exactly. Uh, so we'll get into the mechanics a little bit, but I don't want to get too bogged down in that because like, no one wants to listen to uh, you know two hours of rules. We're going to be going ahead and uh, creating the characters in this episode. So for character creation in Kids on Bikes, everyone picks their trope, which uh, to kind of relate to D&D is like a class, and they pick a first name. And then what we're going to do is everyone will have questions to answer about each other. 
to build out the world and build their relationships before we really get going in the game. So, quick synopsis is that uh, this story is going to be taking place in 1965 in a small seaside town called Swampskit, Massachusetts. Uh, it's kind of equidistant between Boston and Salem and is uh, just a sleepy tourist town. Um, so, let's go ahead and get rolling with the quick character introductions. Kate, let's start with you. Hello. Uh, well, my character is named Garrett. I am 15 years old, and I am a conspiracy theorist. I have a lot of opinions, particularly relating to the alleged capture of the Boston Strangler. I, you, I, I'll save it now, but I'm just telling you that's that's not... No, no, just no. <laughs> no. Perfect. All right. Uh, let's move on down the line to Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am going to be playing a jock named Cat, short for Catherine. Uh, she's a high school field hockey star. I don't know what position she plays because of all of the work I did, looking up field hockey positions wasn't part of my research. <laughs> but she's real good at what she does. <laughs> she's very fast. She runs very fast and she hits things with sticks good. That, that's a strength I can have, right? Hits things good. <laughs> hits things Hit good. good. Yeah, I think that is uh, like, the very specific like. strength. Did, uh, did you say how old Cat was? She is 16. Okay. Uh, all right, let's move on to James. Hey, everyone. I'm James. I'm playing a uh, 17-year-old popular kid named Mary Sue. I have lots of stuff and thoughts about her, but I think that's pretty much, I don't know, she's popular. <laughs> everyone knows who she is. You know, she walks down the hall and is like, hey, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? It'll be easy to play. Is she a cheerleader? Perfect. She's not a cheerleader. Okay. She uh, is more like student government, kind of like, kind of teachers oh, okay. petty a little bit, but like, she wants to. She basically is like seeing high school kind of as like a stepping stone a little bit, and also making friends kind of as a stepping stone too. And how old is she? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Perfect. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, let's move on to Diana. Hi, I am Diana. And I am playing Meg, short for Margaret. She is 15-year-old, laid-back slacker. She keeps things chill. It's not going to exert herself too much. I like it. Nice. Um, Mary Sue goes by Mary most of the time. So, like, um, I, don't, I just want to say that now. She'll probably okay, correct people if they want to. <laughs> Perfect. All right. And uh, David. Uh, I will be playing Randall. He is 17 years old and a very recent transplant to Swampskit from the great state of <laughs> Texas. He is a scout. Uh, and he, uh, he, he doesn't know a whole lot of people in this town, nor that much about the town. So he's, uh, he's at a disadvantage there. Perfect. I think this is a good mix of, uh, people and I'm very glad that, uh, Randall is at a disadvantage because, you know, someone should be. <laughs> <laughs> he makes up for it by being a scout, y'all. Oh, good, good. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. right. The way that we tackle the character building here is I'm going to roll a d20 and ask each character 
two questions about each other character. And they're going to, as they answer the questions, basically everything they say is going to be perceived as true. Uh, so there's not going to be any, nah, I didn't do that type of stuff. That doesn't make for good collaborative storytelling, folks. <laughs> Looking at you, James. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all about yes ending. I'm in. Perfect. Let's Perfect. do it. Maybe a little too much. Yes, oh, and much you're yes right about that as well. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like we've recorded with you before, James. Yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and get the ball rolling. So let's start off with Kate. Yeah. Uh, or Garrett, I should say. So. Uh, Garrett, do you know Cat? Yes. All right, do you have a positive or negative relationship with Cat? Positive. Okay. Well, let's um, get some questions going. What is the bravest thing you've seen Cat do? The bravest thing I've seen Cat do. I'll be honest, I don't understand sports that much because I don't really care about them. But I'm pretty sure she did like a thing in one of the games. She hit the thing real hard. <laughs> I they kept talking about it on the morning announcements. Like homecoming, I guess. I'm not you know. Attention, Swamp's good. Hi. Uh, we just wanted to recognize Kat. She hit the thing <laughs> real hard. Wicked hard. Wicked hard. Wicked hard. Wicked hard. Uh, she put the thing in the goal with the wicked hard, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was freaking awesome. Perfect. Randall doesn't know about things in Boston. No, he doesn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, and so then for your second question... Oh, what plan do you and Kat have that excites you the most? So her uh, her family has a very, very tall roof. Uh, and they said that I could use it to set up uh, my, my telescope the next time there's a meteor shower. Um, which is, it's going to, I don't know. They've been doing all that, you know, space stuff. And I'm just, I'm real interested in, you know, how much of that is actually people going into space. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, moving down the list, do you know Meg? I Not re- not really so. I mean, like, I know of her. Okay. We will go with the characters you don't know questions mm-hmm. for Meg. Um, why was your only brief interaction with Meg... So positive. So I was leaving in the middle of the school day without without 100% permission from the, the principal. What percent permission from the principal did you have? Zero. Okay. Um, I, I was going to, I was going to go over to, um, to the city. Uh, I, I was catching the train to to Boston because there was going to be a press conference uh, about the Strangler, and I um, had to be there. But she was out in the parking lot. I 
don't know what she was doing, but she, not school, which I'm down with. Uh, but, you know, she didn't stop me, which is the important thing. Okay, so she let you skip school, basically. Yeah. All right. It was pretty cool. I like it. Uh, so for questions about a character that you don't know, that you only answer one question, and it's two questions for someone you do know, whether it's positive or negative. So cool. moving on uh, to Randall. Does anybody know Randall? I don't know. I mean, it really depends on how... How, how new in town is Randall? I mean, I just got here. So no, I don't know. Excuse why. me. Let me get let me get the accent on. Look, I just got here, guys. I, I don't I don't know anything about you this town. You just got here like like been here for just like literally as you're speaking, you're stepping Today. off the bus or <laughs> school. You haven't. No, nah, I came in. I came yet, in, but your like suitcase is unpacked. Uh, my suitcase is unpacked. My dad got here. Look, y'all, it's been a rough time for our family. Okay, <laughs> I'm here. That's all I know. All right. Uh, so then, uh, Garrett, what what volunteer work have you heard that Randall does? I, it's like a lot of Boy Scout stuff. Like, like <laughs> I don't know if it's different in Texas, but, you know, like clearing a path of some kind <laughs> for for like a boy's school. Like, like trails and whatnot. Yeah, trails. Okay. Trails and whatnot. Perfect. Uh, Clearing trails. Uh, so then Mary or Mary Sue the popular kid it's Mary please (laughs) yeah already yeah I I know her all right and uh what's that relationship I wouldn't say it's a relationship it's just like you can't not know her she's everywhere but I mean is it positive or negative uh, positive, I guess. Okay. When did you first realize that you loved Mary, be it platonically or romantically? I, uh... Look, she's real pretty, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm in love with her, but I'm in love at her. Um... <laughs> 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 I but, but I don't have. Look, I'm, I'm just a kid. I don't have any legitimate backing for that. She hasn't done anything negative to me personally in recent history. Okay, all right, great. What is your private nickname for Mary, and why? <laughs> Well, in my head, I just call her Sue because I think that that's a sweeter name than Mary. But if you talk to her, I don't have a nickname for her at all, and she doesn't need to know. Perfect. 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 (laughs) All right. Uh, So then who wants to go next? Oh, James will. James will. Oh, James is raising his hand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, Mary Sue. It's me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go uh, down the down the list. Uh, Randall. Do you know Randall yet? I I know the face, um, but I don't know that I could uh, really put the name to it. I've seen him around. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, then. 
Uh, we'll go with the character you don't know questions. What charming habit is uh, Randall known for throughout the town so far? Um. Okay, so you know how they always say that Boy Scouts are always like helping old ladies across the street? Yes. Dude actually helps old ladies across the street like on the regular, especially on Sundays. Like he is like stationed on corners just like arm already kind of like crooked for people to take he's just and it's just it's really charming because yeah, right. it's that sounds, so cliche uh, but that still sounds like real sweet like it's real no good. it's it's like, like really really sweet it's like it's it's so cliche it comes back around to kind of like really charming and nice nice i love it i love it randall just so far sounds like a good person He's a real boy. I just try, y'all. Questions going because maybe <laughs> he's not. Uh, so then, how about Meg? Yeah, I I know Meg. Okay, uh, is that a <laughs> positive or negative relationship? I I'd have to say negative. Okay, perfect. Uh, all right. So, how far would you go to avoid being alone with Meg? I mean, in recent years, especially, I've I've definitely like changed class schedules. Um, I've uh, you know gone down different hallways, um, started fake conversations with people in the hallway, so that I can kind of like turn my back to her and like not have to kind of make eye contact. Well, all right. So pretty far. So, like, yeah, it's it's taken some elaborate steps. Changing your class schedule, particularly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What does this character have? What does Meg have that you want to take from her? God. Um. <laughs> I need to throw out the first like three things. Um, <laughs> Oh, oh! I almost bet I can, I can guess what those would have been. A mom. Ouch! What? Wait, hold on. What? I she has a she has a mom, and I don't have a mom, and I <laughs> am really oh. jealous of that fact. <laughs> I mean, I'm not actually. Well, Meg, Mary's actually going to take her, your like, mom. Well, don't fuck. This don't is why we don't get me. along. <laughs> Is it too early to start positing I theories that Mary's the Boston on. Strangler and is actually just strang- just trying to get people's moms? <laughs> Sorry, James, did I ruin it? Of course, I was just uh, taking a sip of my water. You're ruining the season three reveal. <laughs> Dude, it's going to take them no, three I mean... seasons to figure out who the Strangler is. <laughs> No, I, lo- I love her. I am in love at her. It's not her. I know this. For sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then how about Kat? Yeah, I know Kat. All right. Good. Really positive? Negative? <laughs> yeah, positive. Sort of like just over the line. Okay. <laughs> uh, bachelor number two, same question. What is your private nickname for Cat and why? My private nickname for Cat? The sports one? 
sporty one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, the sports one. Sporty Spice. Yeah. Sporty Spice. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going for. Okay. All right. I like it. I mean, I assume that it's the the why is pretty evident there. It's because she's sportstastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what we're going to find about Mary is that she's not big on, like, like friendships that mean anything. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. She sort of just identifies people by, like, the role they play. Ah. Um, yeah. She, oh, by the so way, everyone on the on the field hockey team is the sports one. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not special. No. What does Mary call the people on like the baseball team? Are they also the sports, the sports one? one. <laughs> so everyone on any sports team is the, the sports, sports one. Cool. I feel yeah. real special. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what? item did Kat give you that you treasure? She gave me a copy of a book of Emily Dickinson poems that she found. That Emily Dickinson hiding in the woods, like it always is. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, so why yeah. does that mean so much to you? Um, it was the uh, the first time that um, anyone had ever sort of given me a present of sort of like meaning. And um, I'm not sure. Look, guys, I've never role played before, but I think it'd be really cool if it didn't really mean much to Kat, but it meant a lot to me. Like she was sort of like. I can one thousand percent confirm that it did not mean much to Cat. She was like, "Hey, is this? I found this book. Is it yours?" Oh my god! Thank you. Uh, Yeah. See, see, Cat thought that it had just fallen out of Mary's bag, so she just ran up and was like, "Here," and gave it to her. And it it like has a special shelf. Oh wow! In Mary's room. Yeah. No, it's it's a big deal. (laughs) I love it. I love it. The best. All right. And uh, so Garrett. Yeah. How do you feel about Garrett? He's fine. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. She said I was fine. All right. Uh, What is Garrett sacrificing to protect you? I think probably Garrett is sacrificing other friendships. It's not the coolest thing to be like trying to look after me like I'm not someone that you like I I think especially in the crowd that uh, Garrett runs in maybe it's not especially cool to like be looking out for like the most popular girl alright I think that's uh, I think that's a good answer that's fair and I think pretty realistic for what we've already set up so that's perfect what role did Garrett play in the best day of your life? I want to say he was there when Meg gave me that book. Cat <laughs> yeah. gave you the book. Cat gave, gave you the, the book. book. Whoever. The sports Meg, one. Meg's not giving me no books. 
What's that? I should doodle? Okay. Absolutely. Yes, doodle. Yes. You, you must share doodles. doodles mu- it's a requirement. If you doodle, you have to share. Five also, if you- armed Mary Sue, please. Also, if With you make nightmare. any signs for the camera, you have to share those mm-hmm. too. Yes. <laughs> it's five armed Mary, please. <laughs> I don't know why you gave yourself uh, a middle name that you don't want to use, Mary, James. The follow-up to Mustang Sally that everyone wanted. <laughs> That's everybody? Yes, that's yeah. everybody for Mary. So let's move on to Randall. All right. So, Randall, do you know Mary? Well, mm-hmm. have, I'm going to ask this, I guess, instead. Do you know anybody? Yes, I do. Okay, perfect. Uh, so who do you know already? I know Cat. You know Cat. Okay. Uh, so then... We'll do it this way. We'll go through everybody else, and then we'll get to to cat questions. Uh, So for Mary, uh, why do some members of the town seek out Mary? I mean, she's in every single stinking club in the school. Of course they're going to go seek her out. She, She has her nose in just about every single thing going on in the town. So clearly people are going to be talking to her constantly about stuff. I think that's fair. Also, I'm loving this accent. Uh, Please keep it going forever. Look, that's where I'm from, all right? In and out of the game. I mean, like, in real life. Just who you are now. No. Randall stays here, all right? All right, that's fine. Uh, So let's go to Meg. Um... Why are so many townspeople afraid of Meg? (laughs) (sighs) Look, I don't think Meg's all that bad. She just, she just doesn't talk to a whole lot of people. She seems like she's, uh, doesn't, doesn't want to be around just hiding, hiding behind books or whatever's going on. So I, I understand that. I go hang out in nature because of the scout and stuff and my own life. So I understand when people don't want to, hang around with others and do those sorts of things and just want to be by themselves, you know? Yeah. Right. When you said hiding behind books, I thought you were going to say hiding behind bushes. And <laughs> just thought that she would just, oh, someone's walking down the street. I'm going to hide behind this bush. Now, nah, dude, I'm the one who hangs behind the trees going to look for, for squirrels and birds while we're out with the scouts. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. All right. And your question for Garrett. What do you hope to gain by humiliating this relative stranger? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> uh, you know, Garrett thinks he knows every single damn thing that goes on in this town and goes on in other places. I've seen actual, uh, I've seen actual cuss go down. All right, I've seen it. And I'm going to tell you, he doesn't know cuss about cuss. <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm here to teach him a damn a, a cussing lesson. About now cussing around with things that he doesn't need to have his nose in. Yeah, I, cuss, I cuss and went there. Yeah, uh, you, you certainly did. 
You're not cussing You're not around. Cuss around. <laughs> not cussing around at all. Cussing A. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. So uh, do you have a positive or negative uh, relationship with a cat? Positive. Positive. All right. Um, what trait about cat that they despise do you genuinely, genuinely appreciate? I genuinely appreciate the fact that Kat doesn't want to admit it, but when she sits down to talk to people, she's actually a really good listener. Uh, I knew about this from her before she moved away out of the base where my dad was at and, uh, you know, got, got to, got to talk with her mostly just as friends, but she, she really likes to listen to people and, and she's always out there playing sports, doing things she's doing and, and I think too often she doesn't realize that, you know, she's she's also got a, a side where she's she's willing to talk and hear what people have to say and really try to help them. All right. And what about cat always makes you happy? I like the fact that you know, when we used to play sports down at Fort Hood, where my dad is, my dad was, uh, there was never any time where she tried to cheat, never any time where she tried to play wrong, and she was always doing, just putting her entire heart out on that field, no matter what she ever did, and she looked like she was having so much fun doing it. I always appreciated that because I always felt the same way about scouting. And I, I, I always appreciate when somebody's doing something they clearly like to do. Nice. I love it. Um, so that is everybody there. Perfect. All right. So moving on to Meg. Hi. So Meg, uh, do you know Mary? Oh, I know Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Positive Buckle up. Negative. negative. All right. Well, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you went there, Mary. Uh, how did Mary betray you last time you confided in her? She told my mom. She went to my mom behind my back. She told my mom Uh-oh. what I told her. What, what did you tell her? Uh, I told her that I was quitting band. I mean, I'm just, I'm just prying now. But why were you quitting band? I don't like band. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I was just doing it to make my mom happy, so I decided I was going to quit. And so I'd let Mary Sue know that I was going to quit because she has to organize the marching band and all that junk. And Mary decided to call my mother and rat me out. What did you play? Am I allowed to ask questions? <laughs> I want to. Yeah, 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 I think we can. We can all ask. <laughs> I played the clarinet. I, I love the clarinet. <laughs> well, in, you can go in, play in, in the Susie's band. Defense, <laughs> uh, in, in Susie's defense, your mom would have noticed if you stopped bringing clarinet home. Uh, you know, so she really. It wasn't like a nasty thing that she did. I'm just. I'm just saying. <sighs> Y'all don't really know my mom. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> Why do you, this is a perfect question for the setup too, uh, 
why do you dislike Mary when everyone else seems to love her? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, To me, the name Mary Sue is a cuss word because my mother will not shut up about her. Oh! Mary Sue is everything my mother wishes I was. Look, if you're if you're if you're trying to pawn off your mom, I mean, <laughs> my dad's single. That's all I'm saying is, <laughs> you think you want my mom, but you don't know. Oh man, I really hope we get a wedding in this season. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm not gonna say we yes. won't. But... <laughs> now let's put in the possible list. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, do you know Randall? No. All right. What bad thing have you heard about Randall that you Wait, hold on. <laughs> uh, 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 that you can't believe is true? I heard some rumor that he's got a bit of a temper, but all I've ever seen is him being super nice, holding doors open. So I just don't see how that's possible. Okay. All right. Um, uh, 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 moving down to Cat. Yeah, I know Cat. All right. Positive? Yeah, it's positive. All right. Uh, when did you first realize that you loved Cat, either platonically or romantically? <laughs> uh, my first day of high school, she helped me with my locker. She's in the same hallway, and she helped me. I was getting really frustrated, so she was really nice, and all the other upperclassmen were being mean to me about it. Oh. She, like, fonzied the locker open? <laughs> like, you know, she showed me how to make the locks work. I didn't. I never had By one before. By hitting it hard with my field hockey stick. <laughs> well, when it, get, when it got stuck, you're always willing to help me with that, too. Hey. all right and uh why do you care about cat more than she cares about you she's always been nice to me and she's she's uh not in cahoots with mary sue (laughs) and so so i'll 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 do just about anything to help cat out i love it and Garrett. I don't know Garrett. All right. What scandal in the town is Garrett known for? He has some sticky fingers. That... Figuratively <laughs> or... <laughs> well, I don't know him that well, but things just seem to go missing after he's been around. Is evidence. <laughs> Was there like one big one? Oh, one big God. finger? <laughs> but, one big theft. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's a diary missing. A diary? It, Whose diary? I believe it's Mary's. <laughs> oh, boy. The plot thickens. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> yeah, Mary does not want that diary coming out. 
the last for our relationship questions. Uh, Cat. Yes. Uh, how, Mary. Do you know Mary? I do know Mary. Mary lives across the street and one house over from me. So we've known each other since I moved here from Texas back in sixth grade. I would say it's... I mean, we don't have a relationship, but we... I mean, she's nice enough. We get along fine. Like, we have a connection, though, I think. So, like, a positive... Outlook yeah, generally. I mean, I don't have anything against her. I kind of like right. a best friendship. Um... Mary would consider it a best friendship, I think. Yeah. <laughs> what lengths would you go to to defend Mary? I mean, so here's the thing. I don't. I hear a lot of people, I mean, Mary's generally well-liked in the school. I mean, I don't hear people say mean things about her very often. But if I do, I mean, I'll stand up for her if I hear somebody saying something mean about her. She's, I mean, she's a nice person. She's, I understand that she can, you know, she, she can get under people's skin a little bit because she's just so perfect. But, I mean, she's not... Like I'm not I'm not gonna let somebody say something nasty about her to my face without telling them that I I don't agree with them. All right, I like it. But I have not and... yet entered fisticuffs with anyone about it. Oh well, would yet. would you though? I mean, I guess it depends on who's who's saying what about her. Honestly, I have not put that much thought into this. I don't. I mean, she's nice and all, but I don't think about her enough to have thought about if I'm going to fight someone for her honor. <laughs> that's fine. That's what, that's what I'm here right. for. Right. And uh, what about Mary always makes you happy? I mean, she just, she's, she's a generally sunny disposition. Like she's always just nice to people. I tried to figure out a way to spell out nas. <laughs> just nasty to nas. people. Nas. Yeah, I will say, so I moved I moved to Swampscott in sixth grade, so I've still got my Texas accent, but it's being slowly Bostonified. So sometimes my accent may slip. And if it does, that's just because I've been living here for, you know, the past five years. It has nothing to do with my inability to hold on to a Texas accent for any amount of time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna be trying to do accents uh for the different characters y'all are gonna meet but uh i have like two accents that i can do uh and that is um boston and russian oh so, fun i i, I adamantly well, disagree you can because... do far more accents than that oh, okay do not sell yourself short <laughs> she's flattering me nah uh, anyway moving on. <laughs> that was a clue Yes, yes. Everything that I say at all times is a clue to the <laughs> mysteries you guys will be finding. Okay, so then uh, Randall. Randall, okay. So I, I've got a positive association with Randall. Randall and I were friends growing up. What did Randall do for you that makes you owe him a debt you can't repay? $50,000. Yeah, he gave me $50,000 <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know where he got that kind of cash. I didn't ask. I mean, we were like seven, so. <laughs> um, no, but in all in all seriousness, though. Um, what did he do for me that makes me owe him a debt I can't repay? When we were kids, there was this bully in school who was picking on me for being a tomboy and being good at sports and not being a, quote, real girl. And Randall went over and punched him just right in the nuts. And it was just the sweetest thing anybody had ever <laughs> done for me. I mean, like I said, we were like seven. And nobody had ever been ever done anything like that for me before. Well, I mean, that's always like it's just always very kind and to punch people in the nuts. You know, I when agree. When you get the opportunity to stand up for someone and uh, by punching them in the nuts, like that's always just the best. <laughs> what trait about Randall uh, that they don't like do you genuinely uh, appreciate? Oh, that's the same question he got asked about me. It is. I was you were listening and taking notes and stuff. Oh, I get it, because I wow. listen. Because <laughs> he said I listen. I got it. Ha, ha, ha. Um, let me think for a sec. Okay. No, so there's no thinking Rand- in this. No, there's plenty <laughs> of thinking. Take your time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, what, that's what editing's for. Um, so Randall is one of the most tenacious people I've ever met. When he puts his mind to something, he will do it. And I say... The, the part about himself that he doesn't like, he doesn't like that he he gets frustrated when he's not immediately good at something. But I really appreciate how he will, he, sometimes he will hide away the fact that he's not good at something and he will work at it in secret until he's perfected it. And I really appreciate that tenacity. I think that that's something that a lot of people don't do. I don't think he needs, I keep trying to tell him he doesn't need to hide it away the way he does. But, you know, you're allowed to not be good at things, Randall. You know, people, it's okay for people to see that you're working on something and haven't perfected it yet. But I do really admire the fact that he doesn't give up. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) That's a Linda Belcher, for those who are not aware. Indeed. Um, um, Come on, Lynn. So Meg, how, okay, how do you hold feel on. about Okay, I have to go Meg? back and see what Meg said about me. <laughs> so I know how I feel about Meg. Oh, right. I said right. all good I, things. I hit your locker with my field hockey stick. Cool. Yep. That's right. I have a positive-ish relationship with Meg. Okay. I don't know her that well. Uh, define positive I mean, I don't, I, I don't okay. know her that well, but I've never. she's never given me a reason to have a negative relationship with her you want some <laughs> what no no so when did you first realize that you loved her you know what i don't know if if, if you have kind of a mix like <laughs> yeah let's read you that question <laughs> hey oh uh what's the bravest thing you've seen meg do um so the that first day of her her first day of high school when she couldn't get her locker open uh, some of the other upperclassmen, some of the seniors were making fun of her and just giving her grief in the hallways, but not offering to help to help her figure out how to work the the locker. And at one point, our our uh, quarterback was giving her a lot of cuss, and she just turned around and just told him to shut the cuss up. 
And I mean, you know, she was a measly freshman. She didn't know who he was. So it's not like she knew she was being brave. But to stand up to Dylan like that, I mean, that's a, that's, that, that takes some guts. Dylan's probably not a 1960s name. His name's George. To stand up. Uh, oh, contraire. Oh, is it? No, awesome. It is. Well, I mean, like. Okay, yeah. Dylan then. Bob Dylan. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Sorry to just name your NPCs. No, I love it. That's what the. That's like, it's perfect. <laughs> I'm Do pulling that a Justin McElroy here. I'm just going to start throwing names oh, out. <laughs> really? Yes, I love it. Uh, so then I'll I'll do this as well. Um, perfect. What I'm asking a question off of the negative relationship okay. table as well, since you kind of have mixed on, on her. Uh, what insanity has uh, Meg shown warning signs of? <laughs> <laughs> that just got super heavy real fast. Yep. All right. When we say insanity, are we talking like what? What exactly are we talking here? However insanity. you want to define it. I mean, it was pretty nuts for her to tell Dylan to shut the cuss up. Is All is right. ballsiness an insanity? It is now. <laughs> You're welcome. How about she's <laughs> she, she's she's got a quick mouth. Like, she will tell people off, and that is going to get her into some trouble at the school. Perfect. Perfect. All right. And uh, next up is Garrett. I've got a, uh, God, I feel like I should have a negative relationship with somebody. No, hardly anybody's got any negative relationships with anybody. I'm going to say negative relationship with Garrett. Awesome. What did Garrett do in the past that you still resent him for? Okay, so y'all know how my family has a real tall house. And my parents told Garrett that he could sure, everyone knows that. set up his telescope on the roof. Y'all know that, right? Yeah, you know everyone how knows that. Mary lives across the street. Um. Wait, hold hold on. And you know how Garrett kind of has a crush on Mary. Oh, guys, you just made me. So- I'm not. I'm not saying I know anything. I just find it a little bit suspect the way he fawns over Mary in the halls, and was real excited to go stargazing. <laughs> I don't even remember exactly what the question was. I'm answering it, but I don't remember how it was phrased. Can you tell me from my notes? Yeah, what did uh, what sketchball thing has Garrett was, done? Um, what did he do in the past that you resent him for? I do also want to say that Randall wants to punch me in the mouth, uh, right in the cousin mouth. So it's not like everybody likes me. <laughs> That's true. I feel your pain, Garrett. <laughs> not everybody likes me either. That's true. Garrett, I'm assuming you're like a. Thanks, Mary your, your parents are like family friends of mine, so you and I have to hang out a lot, even if we don't necessarily want to. That seems fair. Perfect. Plus the telescope thing, or instead of the telescope thing? Oh, no. he de- The tele- telescope no, I, I, thing for sure. It's... I'm just explaining why Garrett's okay. on my roof. Like, wh- I mean, Garrett knows why Garrett's on my roof, but I'm explaining why Garrett had access to my roof. Perfect. And what is Garrett doing that's putting you both at risk? I mean, pervin on Mary. That's fair. And look, I, I mean, I haven't told anybody because I don't know for a fact. I just find it a little suspect is all. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett, aren't you the one who stole her diary too? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean. So goes the rumor. That's That's what the rumor that's is. That's what the rumor is. I love it. All right. Well, that is all the character 
relationship questions. So now what we'll do is we'll go through and ask everybody their trope-specific questions. Let's start with Mary Sue. It's Mary. <laughs> uh, beyond people wanting to impress you and the social capital that brings, what do you like about being popular? It ties into my fear, which is being alone. I sort of look at, you know, sort of like, just like warm bodies. Just like I want people around me saying nice things about me, smiling at me. Sort of just like the the promise of not being alone. All right. I like it. And uh, how do you treat the unpopular kids? I don't treat almost anyone badly. Yeah. I look at everyone that is sort of not popular, like sort of like four or five inches above their eyes. So it's sort of just like I just sort of like pass over them. Like I see them, but I don't really like see them. I don't, okay. I'm not mean to them. I'm just sort of nothing to them. Like they're, well, they're nothing to me. All right. All right. But I'm like, um... it's like a, it's like a, it's not like I'm like cold or anything. I try and project like a warmth because again, I don't want people to like, you know, leave me, but I'm not going to, you know, there's also tears to my, to my thing. Okay. Tears, T-I-E-R-S, not T-E-A-R-S. Oh! Whoa, wordplay. So then moving on to Randall, who first got you into the Scouts? Or more generally, the Great Outdoors? So I, I've always been in Scouts my whole time. Uh, it was actually funny enough, my dad was so busy being a mechanic for the Army that uh, he didn't have a whole lot of time to spend. So it was my mom that got me into outdoors. She'd always been a hunter and a fisher and uh, got me into nature and scouting, took me to all the different meetings. And so that was that was who I spent a lot of time with. And unfortunately, that's the reason why we're in Massachusetts. She passed away over the uh, the last year, and my dad was so broken up, he actually left the Army, and that's why he's in Massachusetts. He had some some family around here and uh, brought me up with him. Now he's working in a mechanic shop because that's what he was doing the whole time down at Fort Hood. Okay. All right. And what do you uh, what do you have to give up to spend as much time outdoors as you do? You know, I have to give up some of the social time. I uh, But I, I kind of like that. You know, I, I kind of like going off on my own and doing my own thing for a while. It, it suits me a little better back on the base, you know, that the kids would just run around and go free because who was going to watch them half the time and you know, we were we were in behind a whole bunch of iron gates and stuff, so you could just go run around and do whatever. And now coming here with all these different kids and, and different things going on, I I just like to go out by myself. So uh, a lot of times I'm uh, you know when I'm volunteering with with the kids during with the Cub Scouts or the other kids around town, you know I'm out there with them. But really, it's for me. It's for me to spend time alone and in the outdoors. Okay. All right, I like it. Moving on to Meg, our laid-back slacker. Yep. Uh, what do you think of people who try much harder than you do? Ugh, they're the worst. Uh, I think they're trying to pretend to be better than they are. And they're definitely trying to hide something else. They don't, you know, it's look over here so you don't see this other thing. 
Okay, and uh, what are you willing to go that extra mile for? I'm really into justice. So I'll, I'll go the extra mile if it means somebody's going to get what's coming to them. Or to seek out the truth, to right a wrong. Okay. All right. You're Batman. <laughs> Batmeg. Just like that iconic Batman origin story where he quit the band. You have stopped no playing idea. clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we quit the oh, clarinet, right. Master Bruce? <laughs> because it brings us great sorrow. Uh, so, yes. Cat. Uh, wh- why do you get satisfaction from being good at sports? So I started playing sports when I would, I'd always been kind of a tomboy. Um, but well, okay, real real quick, out of character, I do have a question. Yes. If Randall and I knew each other as kids when his when his dad worked at the army base, is that implying that I mm-hmm. also went to school on the army? I don't know how army bases work. Is Fort Hood a big enough base where they would have an elementary school on base? And so if we went to school together, it's assumed that my dad was also in the army? Back then, it would have been most likely. Okay. But on the other hand, the the area around Fort Hood probably had other other towns around it. So it might have also been a thing where you knew people in in the military and we might have gone over to your house or something like that. Okay. So it could go probably go either way. Okay. Cool. Then... Randall, are you okay being my cousin? That was one possibility I was rolling with. Yeah, because where where I was going with uh, answering this this next question doesn't work if I have a dad in the army. Um, but if we're cousins, then that makes sense. That's cool. cool. Okay, so growing up. Um, my dad is an English teacher and a writer, and my mom is a librarian, and I'm dyslexic. So school's always been hard for me. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm I, 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 I do okay, but school's hard because it takes me a lot longer to process some of the work and stuff. Um, so being really fast out on the field is a nice change from that. So it's really satisfying being able to find, have something I'm good at, even though it's something that's totally different from what my parents had originally expected me to, to be. Okay. All right. And, um, what does your involvement with sports keep you from doing that you wish you could be doing? I've always liked art. Um, and Randall and I used to do art projects with some of the stuff that we found when we would go out and play in the woods as kids, but I've never really had much of an opportunity to explore that outside of art class because I've always got practice. I can't join art club or paint sets for the school play or anything like that because, um, I'm always practicing. Okay. All right. Uh, Garrett. Yo. Can I ask a real quick question? Oh, uh, um, yes. Is, would that be okay? What sports does cat does cat play in the winter? Uh, indoor field hockey, <laughs> gym gym hockey. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. There see, is no off season for field hockey. Is there no off season for? I don't know anything about. I, I don't know. i have just decided that that's how intense you are. <laughs> I'm just thinking like fields are kind of. Yeah, as I 
then it- recall, and this is obviously not uh, based on the era, all of my friends who played field hockey, like they would play that in fall and winter, and then in like spring they would take up lacrosse. They'd play field hockey in the winter? I think so, but I don't know what time like the actual season ended. I just know like the way it rotated, like they were always doing one or the other. Can you also play ice hockey? Uh, You know what? I think maybe Kat just, I think maybe, maybe she is a swimmer in the, in the winter, like indoor pool swimming. Um, Cool. We didn't have, my high school didn't have a field hockey team, so I have no idea how field hockey works. We also didn't have girls lacrosse. I don't think. But they have crew. Or a pool. Oh, do they? What, what, that is a winter sport, isn't it? Yes, uh, it's an every time sport, and it's definitely northeast. Okay, then you know what? Yes. You know what? Cat cat does crew. Cat she rows crew. Okay. Yep. Okay. Awesome. In the Charles, crew and field hockey, perfect. Very northeast. So you can hit people wicked hard with your hockey stick or your oar. <laughs> or your oar. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Garrett. Yes. For your questions, let's get back to your part. Um, What do you think is happening in the town that no one knows about? Oh, oh, there's so much. Uh, There's so much going on. So, I mean, it's indescribable. Salem. No, no, come on, guys. Come on. There's so much going on. There's so much. There's so much. There's strangler nonsense. That's, I mean, they arrested the wrong guy. That's just not, it's not, the science backs it up. There's no way that it's just one person who did all of those crimes. The demographics don't match. And then beyond that, like, we live in an area steeped in history. The the Salem witch hunt thing, which, it, like, I'm sorry, I don't have the words for it, but just... Like, there's no way they could have completely eradicated the entire witch population. And also, have you known? I think we can all agree that fraternity culture is dangerous, but the Ocean House Hotel, so it's not just a hotel. They have, like, they do a lot of fraternity gatherings there, and it keeps burning down. It's burned down, like, five times. And I don't think it's just because frat boys. What uh, what do you think it is? It's probably some witches or maybe ghosts. (laughs) <laughs> maybe I don't know I really haven't had that much time to dedicate to that because also they keep talking about sending people into space and I'm just not here for that okay there's uh, a lot and how how far will you go to prove that you're right well I mean you know I'm willing to leave school to you know follow up on leads and apparently everybody thinks that my collecting evidence is evil so <laughs> you know until I am until I am put away I will keep searching for the answers. Where, where is the truth? In your diary, apparently. <laughs> yonder. Yonder. The truth is yonder. It's <laughs> yonder somewhere. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out there. Why did you take Mary's diary? You can't prove that. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so that is that in terms of the questions. For the character building. So let's get last names for everybody. Uh, let's go down the list. Mary Sue. It's Mary. What is your last name? <laughs> Every time. It's going to be so good. Um, Mary Sue. I I mean, I don't know. Um, 
<laughs> Lawrence. My name is Mary Lawrence. All right, Mary Sue Lawrence. Uh, is that L A W R E N C E? Yes. Perfect. All right, Randall. All right, so it's going to be me and Cat with the same name. Oh, it doesn't have to be. You're probably cousins, paternal. You have different last names. All right. Paternal cousins. That's true. That I mean, we, we can have the same last name. Dad's family. If you want the Pick same. Good if you don't have one, I'll give it. you. I'll give you the one I was thinking of. Well, the one I was thinking of is particular favorite of person playing me, and that would be Macintosh. Ah. <laughs> Cute. Randall Macintosh. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you had to. You of course had I had to. Classic. Of course. Mm-hmm. Meg. Uh, my last name is Clark. Like the, I believe it's the elementary school. Perfect. Yes. That's K or K-E? K-E. Cat. I was, um, so I was thinking DeHaven, but Randall, if you want our, if you want to be cousins on our dad's sides, I can be Macintosh. Nah, let's go with DeHaven. We'll be cousins on mom's side. Okay. How do you say? How do you spell that? Uh, D e h a v e n. I assume there's a space between uh, sorry, the D e and D-E the H. capital H a v e n. No space. No space. Perfect. Just a capital capital H. No space. And Garrett. Uh, I was figuring on Sullivan. All right. That is such so we've a, got Mary Sue. Such a such an Irish Boston name, Garrett Sullivan. Mm. <laughs> Sully. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. So we've got Mary Sue Lawrence, Randall McIntosh, Meg Clark, Kat DeHaven, and Garrett Sullivan. Uh, so many All right, so motivations. At this point, everyone uh, should figure out kind of what strongly motivates them and write it down. Uh, you don't have to share it with everybody. You can just send it to me uh, directly. In terms of but, what? Everything? Yeah, just, just generally what motivates you. Uh, and that can tie in also with the things that fear you. So come up with, I'd say, a list of one or two motivations and one or two fears and send those to me. That You don't have to do that right now, um, but, you know, sometime before our next recording. And then we'll figure out backpacks. So I'll give everyone a minute uh, if they want to. Uh, yeah, let's. I guess if anyone has questions about backpacks, uh, this might be a great time to do it. About how many items should we list? Um, I'm going to go with like five is a good ballpark. Okay. Hey, Fenway's a good ballpark. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I did it! I got the <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the face. Do my field oh. hockey stick and ball count as two separate items, or is that one joint item? I think that's a set. I'm going to say that's one joint okay. item. But if I decide to add just a whole bunch of field hockey balls, that becomes a separate item. How many balls can... How many balls can Cat handle? <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out later, won't we? <laughs> you did it again, dude. I got the face, too! <laughs> yeah! That's this face, David. No, I know, I know what face okay. it is. We officially have to put a picture of the face on the Twitter now. You know you've done this. Yeah, we'll have to put mm-hmm. a picture of you did the this face to yourself. on Twitter. Uh, Thanks for having us. While people are uh, figuring out their uh, backpacks, uh, this is a great opportunity to plug our information. So you can find us on Twitter at kids underscore bikes. 
I don't know really how much else we have right now. But yeah, so that's that for now. Maybe oh, we'll have an Instagram. Who knows? Hey, um, this backpack uh, thing, we're just making... There's not like a list of things that we could possibly have in our backpack. It's just like... We're just coming no, 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 up with just garbage. Whatever. It's just, yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, um, I'm switching right. my, my flight and my brains dice. Yeah, are we gonna are we gonna okay. get into that later? Um, I, Let's go ahead and okay. dive into that uh, now. Um, so for each trope, every character has six different stats: uh, fight, flight, brains, brawn, charm, and grit. And based off of their trope, and then depending on their character, they assign different dice types to those stats: uh, a d4, d6, d8, d10, 12, and 20. Okay, uh, so obviously your best trait is the one you have the d20 in, and your worst trait is the one you have the d4 in. Let's, uh, I guess real quick, just review uh, which traits have what uh, dice types for everyone. Let's start off with Garrett. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so my fight, I have a d10. Flight, I have a d12. Brains, I have a d20. So yeah, I do know everything, thanks. Uh, brawn, I have a D4. Charm, I have a D6. And Grit, I have a D8. So you are very smart and very weak. Yes. Perfect. Uh, all right. How about Mary Sue? It's Mary. Um, I have a D20 for Charm, <laughs> a D12 for Brains, a D10 for Flight, and Brains and Flight are switched from the trope uh, because I figure she'd try and and think rather than flee a possible group of friends. Um, D8 for grit, D6 for brawn, and D4 for fight. Perfect, perfect. How about cat? Um, hold on one. Uh, no, I thought I had it, um, but then I realized I wrote down the same thing for two. So I'm going to, can I just completely jack up everything that it's given me? Go for it. Okay. I did. <laughs> D20 well, for no, everything, she's so a god. It, it gave me D20 for brawn, but I I mean, I know I do crew and stuff, but I am a 16-year-old girl. So I was going to switch my D20 to flight because I'm very fast. Okay. Um, but, like, is your instinct to run away? Uh, sometimes. I mean, it depends. Okay. Do I have the ball? <laughs> are you on offense or defense <laughs> so i've got brains as my lowest with charm right above that at the d6 okay so i've got a d20 for flight a d12 for brawn a d10 for fight a d8 for grit a d6 for charm and a d4 for brains perfect all right, uh, Meg. Yeah, I rearranged mine too because uh, the laid back slacker wants me to run away and be very charming, but those are clearly not what my stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for True. D4, uh, that's my brawn. Uh, D6 is for my charm. D8 for my flight. D10 for my brains. D12 for my fight. And I put my D20 for my grit. Okay, all right. Nice. I like it. I ain't scared of nobody. You sit on the couch all tough. <laughs> all day. <laughs> all day. All day. <laughs> uh, 
All right, Randall. All right. So Randall's going to have a D20 for grit because I, I went completely off the board here based on how we talked about it. The scout trope itself is way more about like scrawny, brainy kid who knows a whole lot about nature, and that is not Randall. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, D20 for grit, D12 for charm, D10 for fight, D8 for brawn, D6 for brains, and D4 for flight. Okay, I like it. This is an interesting mix of uh, folks. So, uh, strengths and flaws. Everyone uh, picked their strengths and their flaws in creating their characters. So, let's talk about those. Let me pull up uh, appendices B and C in this book that go over the different strengths and flaws. Uh, So, strengths. Uh, let's start off uh, with Garrett. Uh, so strengths, I have intuitive and unassuming. So the way that those work mechanics-wise is uh, intuitive lets you spend one adversity token, which you get when you fail a roll, uh, to ask the GM about your surroundings, an NPC, or the like. And I have to answer honestly. I like all of the like games that say that the GM has to answer honestly. It's like, what kind of cusshole GM <laughs> is gonna just like lie through their teeth to their players? That's just not setting up for a good game. Oh shit, uh, if we're saying cuss instead of actual swear words when we're in character, you don't get to swear at all ever. Because you're always the GM. Yeah. Dan <laughs> realized this. I love it. It's my favorite. Except adults. I feel like yeah. adults should be allowed to cuss. I think that's fair. That's Good, then fair. you'll only encounter adult NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only teens in this high school. Conveniently, uh, quarterback Dylan Jackson is 18. <laughs> no, I think it's better if he's an adult and he just hasn't graduated because he is very not bright. And he never got that scholarship but to university. But he's so good at football. <laughs> he's just That's a real good football boy. Football ball. Uh, and sorry, you said you were intuitive. And what was the other one? Unassuming. Uh, unassuming is that you can spend uh, two adversity tokens to not be seen within reason. Uh, all right. How about for Cat? Um, so I've got Cat as heroic, which means I do not need your permission to spend adversity tokens to ignore my fears. Okay, I like it. And Come on, guys, cat's awesome. Uh, the other one, I I don't really completely understand the difference between loyal and protective. I guess loyal gives my friend something, but protective gives me something. Correct. So protective, you get uh, plus three to your role if you are defending someone, uh, and loyal is if you are helping. Like each of the adversity tokens you give to someone else to use. Uh, they get a plus two instead of a plus one. Okay. So, like, if someone is making a roll, you can cash in an adversity token to boost their roll normally by one, but if you are loyal, then you're boosting that roll by two. Cool. I'm gonna be loyal. Perfect. So I've got so I've got heroic and loyal. Oh, and quick quick question. I'm I'm sorry. Do all do all of us teens get the rebellious for free? Yes. yes. Everyone gets rebellious for free. We, okay, cool. Is that optional? <laughs> Ask the nerdiest, not rebellious person. In, uh, is that optional, or are we all a little 
a little rebellious. Like you called my mom to tattle on me. Yeah, which is something you didn't want me to do. And I'm like, man, cuss your yeah. rules. <laughs> so you're rebellious. I guess that's the question. Yeah, I though. think I think she she yeah. was making a case for you being rebellious, James. Yep. Yeah, oh, okay. I think that counts. All right, then I'll recheck it. <laughs> and that's a dark check on that in the two places that I'd crossed it out. Cool. Um, I picked uh, prepared and protective. So prepared, you can spend two adversity tokens to just happen to have one commonplace item with you uh, at the GM's yeah. discretion. So I'm just always going to shut you down on that because that's the kind of cuss bag I am. And protective, as we discussed already, you add three to rolls when you're defending a friend. All right, Meg. All right. I ha- I'm cool under pressure. Awesome. Cool under pressure. Uh, you can spend one adversity token to take half of your die's value instead of rolling on a snap decision. Uh, and snap decisions have different effects when you're doing it uh, instead of a planned action. And I'm a treasure hunter. Treasure hunter. You can spend one adversity token to find a useful item in your surroundings. I love it. Uh, all right. And uh, Randall. All right. Randall's going to be easygoing. Uh, easygoing is you gain two adversity tokens when you fail instead of one. And just because it makes sense for him, uh, I'm going to go with tough. Tough. All right. Uh, for tough, uh, if you lose a combat roll, add three to the negative number. You still lose the roll no matter what, but can reduce your loss to minus one. If you, like, in a combat setting or really in any sort of uh, roll setting, the difference by which you win or lose determines the intensity of your success or your failure. So that is uh, that is a very useful thing. Uh, and I feel like that means that you plan on failing a lot of your rolls. <laughs> sure. Because you took that and the one where you get an extra boost to your uh, to your adversity <laughs> token count when you fail your roll. I I try this. I fail. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it works out for me either way, all right, you know? <laughs> all right. So let's um everyone also goes with two flaws. So let's start uh, the flaws list. Let's go in the opposite order that we just went. So Randall, tell us about them flaws. That would be blunt and secretive. Nice. There aren't really like specific mechanic boosts or uh, detriments to the flaws. It's just a character piece that, um, you know, helps to inform your character. So uh, moving on, Meg. Randall had the same ones I did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, I think... Meg has to remain blunt. Okay. Mm, yeah, she's going to remain blunt, but she's going to add clumsy. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Um, Mary Sue. It's Mary. Uh, she picked um, prim and self-centered. All right. Yep. That, that tracks. All right, cat. Cat is hot-tempered and insecure. Nice. Okay, Garrett. This might be shocking, but I am also blunt. All right. Uh, and restless. Okay, cool. You, you're really passing the blunt around between the three of you. <laughs> That's why we're all so good under pressure. <laughs> you're you're, you're <laughs> too, James. Going. 
I'm so glad I decided to do this <laughs> podcast. Is <laughs> <Plays> it? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, I think that's pretty much all the important stuff for character building. Anything else that anyone thinks we should cover before we end this uh, part of the recording and get to the secret bike shopping thing? No? All right, great. Uh, well, then, I would like to, to end with a little bit of a, I guess, prologue to the story uh, that we'll be doing for the first arc. We see a small bike store called Mike's Bikes. There's a small group of teens exiting the store with their new bikes, and clouds begin to form, and it starts to very lightly drizzle. And we focus on one particular teen. His name is Walter. He is walking his bike out on the sidewalk and getting ready to get on it and ride, but is very skittish. He keeps looking around. His setting, that's not the right word. He's hes clearly on the lookout for something, but he's not sure what it is. He just knows something's wrong. So he starts biking home as the rain starts to get a little bit heavier. The bike is making this almost roaring sound with the baseball cards that are in the spokes. And as the rain gets harder... He starts to pedal faster and a little more furiously. And he keeps looking behind him as there are sounds of someone following him. He decides to divert from his path home to try and get away from whatever it is that's following him. And he goes down a small dirt path that he knows is going to take him to the Salem woods. And as he gets to the thickest part of the woods where he can actually enter, he stops, knowing that if he goes into the woods, he will not come back out. He turns around and sees what's been following him and lets out a blood-curdling scream. He gets on his bike and just pedals for his life as he goes around the outskirts of the woods towards the bridge that has the building that's covering it that he might be able to hide in and hopefully shake this thing that's following him. And we see him go in to the building but he never comes out the other side. And all that we see is a long gray arm that sticks out of the building as a cackle is heard. Kids on Bikes stars James Anderson, David Hanna, Diana Hanna, Kate Harlow, Aaron King, and Daniel Spencer. Follow Renegade Game Studios at Play Renegade on Twitter for more information on the game's release.